Welcome. My name is Paula Ramirez and this is Chicana Mom Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all the hardworking Chicana moms and their familias. We talk about life, parenting, the emotions we go through as human beings, the journeys of the struggles and triumphs, life stories, God, education, music, and more. I strongly believe we're connected in this world. Unidas creamos cambio. Querer es poder. Now let's get started. Hola, mothers and fathers, Chicanos and Chicanas. I hope you're having an amazing Sunday. I love Sundays, like I mentioned before. I have been able to really enjoy my weekend starting on Friday, Saturday, and today on Sunday. Um, I actually just finished uh, my semester. It's my fourth semester at USC. And... Oh my God, you guys, I can breathe. I can breathe and it feels so good. I have like one week off where I'm just going to, I can't even say I'm not going to do anything because I'm not the type that can just be at home and not do anything. Like I have to either organize, clean, declutter. Um, I start working on my business, on my website. That's one of the things that I do. I actually create my own website. Um, and I love to organize things. I don't know. I just, I mean, when I say organize things, I mean literally in my home and even on my website, but I love it. So this week I'm just going to enjoy it. Take my boys to school, pick them up, cook and, um, see my clients. I can't stay still. I just can't. Growing up, I would see my parents always work and I've developed those work habits Um, But I don't abuse it either because I think my parents sometimes do abuse it. They're so just like workaholics. And I think at some point you have to learn how to just chill. Um, We're all replaceable. Our boss is not going to tell us, hey, you know, you look like you're stressed out. You know, take a day off. Unless they're really awesome boss. But other than that, it's our responsibility to give ourselves that space to breathe as an individual. Now, I wanted to add you guys because I haven't, I just realized I haven't said this maybe in any of my podcasts, but the music that you actually listen to on my intro, um, that is being played by my little cousin. She's a drummer. She is in a band called Beach Clinic, and I highly encourage you guys to go check them out. They're young um, high school students who are so responsible and consistent in creating um, amazing music that's called Beach Clinic. You can go on my website. I'm going to link their info and they're so awesome. So yeah, the girl um, drummer is my little cousin, Sarah, and she's fucking awesome. Love you, Saris, if you're listening to this. (laughs) We call her Saris or Sarita, but she's a drummer. They're awesome. And I wanted to make my podcast so special that I asked her if they can create some sort of background music for my intro and that's what you hear beach clinic so today I want to talk to you about who is your best friend 
And one of the things that we normally say is like, oh, my best friend since elementary or my best friend since junior high or high school. And some people might have like several, but they have, I've heard this before. You can't count your friends with, I mean, no, correction. <laughs> um, you could only count your two friends using one hand because it could only be one best friend, two, three. Uh, I don't think more than five or honestly, I don't even think more than four for some reason. I don't know. I might be wrong, but they say you, you only need one hand to count your true friends. And it's really nice to invest our time with friends that you consider as family because it's so beautiful. But today I want to talk to you about how do you nurture your best friend, um, which is you. If you have never in your life perceived yourself as your best friend, I am telling you right now, do it. I mean, I know you don't have to, but, <laughs> but I encourage you to. I strongly encourage you to. And that's what I'm going to be talking to you about. Like, how can you have that relationship with yourself so that you can always say, I am my own best friend? And how do you nurture that? Where does it come from? How can, you, how can you start by programming your mind and your heart to believe strongly in yourself? I think that uh, me personally as a Chicana, I know growing up, I would never really see any of my family members ever make a statement that I am my own best friend. I don't know if I came up with that, but I consider myself my own best friend. I do have really amazing, beautiful best friends um, and really amazing friends. But at the end of the day, you know, like it's no one feels my feelings. No one knows my thoughts. No one really knows my goals until unless I share them. But anything internal of me and how I breathe life, I only know that. So I do consider myself my own best friend. So that's what I'm going to be talking to you about today. How to be your best friend. Let's get started. All right. So I want to start off with asking you this question. And obviously because I can't hear you. This is a question for food for thought. Who are you? Like, who are you? Yeah, you can tell me, well, my name is, you know, and I am this age and I live here and I grew up here. No, but besides that, like, who are you? What are your values? What do you strongly believe in? Sometimes I think as individuals, we find ourselves talking to so many people and we go along with what they believe versus challenging them and telling them, no, I disagree. This is what I believe in. Have you noticed that sometimes when you disagree with certain people, they take it so like in a negative manner, like they feel like they've been slapped in the face because you are totally dismissing what they're saying. Well, unfortunately, it's when you have a discussion with someone, it shouldn't even go to that extent. But Creating values for yourself is something that is who you are. 
You are very unique. There's no one else in this whole entire planet like you. So really, who are you? If you find yourself like in a very difficult place and not knowing what to say, like what answer to this question, that means there's a lot of self-growth that you still need to do. And it's okay. It's okay not to know the answer right now, but as long as you do the work. To be able to live a life which is a happy life, we're not always going to be happy every single day, you guys. So we need to kind of stop lying to ourselves and telling us like, I have to be happy. Like I'm trying to look for happiness and I don't feel it every day. We're not meant to be happy every single damn day. Why well, should I don't want to say damn because I love life, but I'm just like passionately expressing myself. Um, we don't have to always be happy every day. We can be content. We can be just, you know, like chill. <laughs> But imagine that we don't always suffer every single day of our lives. Maybe some people might say, oh, well, I have, you know, um, and there's probably people that have, but there are moments somewhere that it's kind of like, you know what? It was a good day, I can say. And maybe there are individuals that say, I have not seen my life as good ever since I was born. And, you know, it's really sad. It's really sad. But if you are that type of person that find yourself like, you know, I just don't really find a meaning in my life. I really hope I can send this message to you, like kind of have like heart to heart conversations. I'm talking to you, um, whoever you are. But the first question I would I would totally would love to ask you if I had if you were in front of me, I would ask you, like, who are you? What do you love about you? What triggers you? Who loves you more than yourself? Another thing that I would ask is who taught you how to love yourself? Like who told you the importance of like, hey, love yourself before you love someone else. Take care of yourself, you know, health wise, mental, mentally as well, spiritually. Like who guided you through that? You know, I think sometimes some individuals can say, well, it was my parents or my grandfather or my friends or a coworker or whatever. Um, but there's people that honestly say I didn't have anyone. And the reason I say that is because when I conduct my groups, um, I have heard several people just share with me that it's just like, you know what? I don't have anyone. I learned on my own. But reality is that we actually do imitate other people. When you see something on TV I mean, we're looking, well, let me give you this example. Anytime you're sitting down in your living room and you're watching some sort of commercial, a TV show or a movie, you're looking at other human beings in that screen. Yes, it might be acting out, but at the end of the day, they're sending some sort of message. If they're acting now, I mean, if they're acting or if they're not, it's another human being sending a message to another human being in their living room sitting down, if that makes sense. So we all gravitate from other people without even realizing it sometimes. And then there's sometimes when we do realize it and, it's, and we take it and like, you know what, I like how that person is. I really love it. And then, we, and then we imitate it. Many people may say like, no, I don't imitate anyone. Look, at the end of the day, we're human beings. Like we do. We do copy other people based on clothes, um, the language. It's like there's so many things that we take in. Why do you think all of these companies, 
doing these commercials make, I mean, they spend so much money just to try to grab the individual's attention so that you can feel part of that. I don't know. It's going to example cologne, uh, name brand clothes, uh, cereal, for example, sometimes those commercials of Cheerios, they try to make it like a family scenario and it's very deep message because they want to connect with you. It's all about emotions. So what I'm trying to say is that who taught you? Where did you get the message, if anything, on how to love yourself for you to be your own best friend? I remember growing up getting advice from my mom randomly. It's so funny, you guys, because every time I would get advice is when I would like fuck up. (laughs) Every time I would go through some sort of issues or drama, that's when my mom made it the most impact. And she tried to reach out to people to come and talk to me. And, and, um, she would say, but this, and I understand it is needed when you're going through a crisis, you do need that support. But sometimes or I should say majority of the time, kids listen to you when there's no crisis going on, especially when you have this really good bond uh, relationship with your child. I really didn't have that with my mom growing up. Um, I couldn't really go up to her and ask her questions about life because if I were to ask her a simple question about life, she would like totally dissect it to something and end up with a totally negative approach of fear so that I can be scared and not do it. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, but I guess starting off with asking you as well, like growing up, who showed you self love, self love, who modeled it for you, your friends, your family, your coworkers. And as you're able to explore that, um, it makes sense. And I think, you know what, we all have that one specific person in our life that has impacted us tremendously. And it could be your stepdad, um, your grandfather, your grandmother. It could be your uncle or an aunt. It could be your mom or your dad. It can be your best friend's stepdad or dad. I mean, it takes one person to make a complete impact in a human being. I mean, it really does. And it's such a beautiful thing for me, honestly. I've had several of my clients throughout the 10 years always telling me thank you so much for listening to me and and sharing with me input that I've never thought to ever implement in my life. And it's such a beautiful feeling to know that I impacted another human being. But you know what I think it's more beautiful than that? Because I'm not dismissing it, obviously. But you impacting your life in the most profound fucking way, honestly. We don't live forever, you guys. We're not here in this planet for a long time. There's an expiration date. I say this. You're going to hear me saying this through all my podcasts, but I say this to all of my clients. There there is an expiration date. And what is your legacy that you're going to leave with your children, right? And the, the impact that you're leaving in this world. But meanwhile, since life is a journey, what are you doing right now to make sure that this journey of life is truthfully like meaningful for you that every single day even if you know what maybe we don't have money or even if we don't have 
those materialistic things or certain people in our lives at the end of the day, like what is it that you are doing to make sure that you're just grateful, blessed, and content, happy, joyful, whatever it is about your life. Now, I want to touch base on who made it difficult for you to create self-love, to for you to have that deep connection with yourself. There are always going to be toxic people around us. Now, let me tell you, there's going to be those toxic people that are going to make it so fucking obvious. They're going to make it so obvious that they're so miserable and it's just going to be ugh, like you're just like over it. There's going to be those um, people that are toxic, but they're just passive aggressive. And it's going to be very challenging for you to figure out like, wait, do they care for me or they don't? Because I feel like they kind of stab me, but then they kind of caress it after. It's just it's stupid, right? But let me tell you something about toxic people, because sometimes people are going to make it challenging for you to not be your best friend, for you to be your best friend, for you to give yourself self-love because it's envy. Now, toxic people, listen to this, you guys, because when I first said it with my clients, they were like, what the hell do you mean? So just listen to this. You need toxic people in your life at some extent to grow. Isn't, doesn't that sound like insane? We need toxic people in our life for us to grow. Now, let me tell you though, I always uh, give this example like for fertilizers. A fertilizer is used for a plant to grow. It smells horrible. But if you put too much fertilizer into a plant, it dies. It's the same thing with toxic people. You have to be very careful as to the people you surround yourself with. If you want to be a loser, hang out with losers. If you want to be successful, hang around successful people. Be very careful. We don't always have to try so hard to fit in. If people are going to accept the way we are, great. If not, peace out. Okay, because that does make it very challenging for you to connect with yourself. Because it goes back to the question I asked earlier. What are your values? What's your dignity? How are you able to set these boundaries for yourself that you're going to feel so good into not being blunt and disrespectful, but just being considerate, empathetic um, for yourself and for others to learn how to say no to people that you don't have to please them. Because let me tell you, there's people that expect you, maybe not every single individual, but they expect you to kiss their butt because that's what they kind of set their vibe around. And if you kiss their butt, um, then they like you because you're able to, again, kiss their butt. (laughs) And it's stupid. Never, ever get yourself in this mode of pleasing people. Don't do that. Because at the end of the day, you're going against your values and self-respect for yourself. Now, how do you make that connection with yourself? Like, How are you going to be able to say and own it when it comes to, I am my own best friend? Some people might say, that's a little corny. Well, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. You could say it's corny, but shit, that's worked for me. It's worked for many of my clients. And why not? Why the fuck not? You know, Um, make the best connection with yourself. Honestly, you owe it to yourself. 
you don't have to go around telling people, oh, yeah, my best friend. I am my own best friend. I mean, I know I'm doing it. I don't care. But <laughs> for you, you don't have to. And if you do, go for it. But I think that if you create this mindset of believing in your heart that you are your own best friend, you're going to be so faithful for, to yourself and not, you're not going to be bullshitting yourself. You're going to own things. And I guess I'm going to do another podcast on owning things because and taking responsibility because that's just a very profound topic I love to talk about in my anger management classes. So you are your own best friend. And when you develop that statement consistently and you feed your subconscious, you want to also sprinkle some positive affirmations on there affirmations you guys are amazing if you have never tried them I encourage you to do it every single day now what I have found work for me and what I've shared with my clients is that the subconscious be like comes alive like when <laughs> it sounds a little weird but it's more alert I should say when you're going to sleep when you're laying there have you noticed that sometimes you just lay there and your mind just kind of like goes like what I have to do tomorrow and what I have to do the next day and oh shit what did I oh man I forgot this and all of a sudden like for some reason something that you know you were supposed to do at 9 a.m you just remembered at 10 p.m because you're in bed well that to me is like the subconscious you are feeding it at the moment and what I encourage you to do um, is feed it with positive affirmations you know one of the things that I tell myself um, and I'm not embarrassed to say it, is I am enough and I am complete. Because I love that. I heard it somewhere and it always stayed with me. And I tell my clients that, like, you are enough and you are complete. And it's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's okay. One of the things, you guys, for those dads that are listening to me, men have a difficult time really expressing emotions to other people. But let me tell you this. For you to be your own best friend, you don't have to go around telling people. Just fucking own it. Just tell yourself, I am, my, I am my own best friend. I do have a difficult time accepting my faults. And it's okay for me to be sad. It doesn't make me less of a man. It doesn't make me less of a man to cry and to express my emotions. No, it actually makes you strong. And wow, that's like, I admire that from a man. And for mothers who, females, um, even if you're not a mom or if you are, the thing is that we find it sometimes challenging. Yes, we're very vocal and expressive, but we really don't target at times what we really want and need. That's why I think men are like, what the fuck? Men? Like women are so confusing. Like they say yes, but they mean no. And they say no and they mean yes. Like what? <laughs> so just learning how to have that good connection with ourselves to understand again that question, what are your values? That's going to help you tremendously to understand who you are and to be connected with yourself, to be your own best friend. Now, healthy relationships are so important, but you want to have that healthy relationship with yourself, which again goes back to what I've been saying, to be your own best friend. Love yourself. Love yourself like you have never fucking loved yourself in your life you guys just love yourself I can 
give you so many ways of like what things you can do to love yourself, but you have the answer within you. You know exactly what you love and what you don't. Figure it out. I don't, I don't want to be here telling you um, do this, do that, do it. I mean, I'm going to encourage you to, and I hope you hear me out and try it, but you at the end of the day get to modify it because it's your life. You know, you are the one suffering and being happy in your shoes. Now, one of the activities that I'm highly going to recommend you guys is at any time, you don't have to tell anyone, grab a baby picture of yourself when you, when you were a baby, when you were in elementary, when you were a teenager, grab that picture and just stare at it. Look at it and think of all of those amazing things that you have done. All those accomplishments, all those struggles, all that suffering that you went through up to now. And I encourage you to look at that picture and tell yourself, I love you and I will forever take care of you. I think doing that is so profound. When I do that with my clients, they get so emotional. Because it's just a connection with the person that's been with you through thick and thin. Not your partner, but you. You have cried on your own. Um, You have been happy and shared it with those who you love. You have these dreams, these fears that only you know. But again, it's creating and nurturing that relationship that's so important within yourself. So I hope you understood this whole purpose of me making this podcast on teaching you at some point, like for you to be your own best friend. You owe it to yourself. For all those moms and dads, teach your kids that. Teach them and tell them you have to be your own best friend. There's no one in this whole world that can take care of yourself better than yourself. Because we are raising them, we are teaching them, we're guiding them, we're nurturing them, etc. But we need to give them these tools of life. But in order for them to understand those tools that we're handing over, we need to fucking get it first. We need to understand the full importance of one, loving ourselves, which leads to having that understanding that we are own. We are our own best friend. Thank you so much for listening to me. All you Chicanos and Chicanas out there, Latinas, Mexicanas, etc. All of you guys listening to me, I thank you so much. Um, I actually have an Instagram, which I actually noticed. I was like, oh my God, I don't even end by telling people I have an Instagram. And it's uh, Chicana Moms Podcast at Instagram and also on Facebook. I would love to hear from you guys, any topics that you guys would like to um, listen to, I will be having some amazing mothers in my podcast and I'm not going to say who yet, but they're mothers who are living, um, as Chicanas or Latinas. And that's the thing. I know I keep saying Chicana moms. Um, I created this podcast because I'm a Chicana, but overall, This podcast is for all those moms that can relate to um, different types of parenting styles as Latinas, if that makes sense. I hope it does. But 
I will be having some guest speakers. I, I guess that I would call them guest speakers. Yeah, guest speakers in my podcast. And I hope you stay tuned for that. If you feel that you have something you want to share and you just passionately believe in, contact me, please. It would be awesome. Because I also want to have Chicano um, or Latino uh fathers on my podcast to share their perspective as fathers and just how they see life as a male because there's only certain things that I can speak about um obviously because I'm not a male but it would be great you guys can contact me on my email at chicana moms podcast at gmail.com or you can also visit me on instagram which is chicana moms podcast and on facebook chicana moms podcast as well take care of yourself breathe And love yourself. Be your own best friend. Take care. God bless. Bye.